0: Hallelujah. Okay, so thank you so much, Pastor, for according me this opportunity. Uh, when I stand, when, you know, whenever I'm given an opportunity to minister at church like this, especially sharing um, a podium, you know, when you're sharing a podium with your father, it's just, he's not getting to it. Hallelujah. So thank you so much, Pastor. I'll just take this moment also to acknowledge the entire leadership of the church. Um, thank you. And I acknowledge every one of you. You may be seated. Okay, I'm sure if you were dozing a bit, yeah, vaboomed, <laughs> hallelujah. Okay, I was I was telling Mrs K earlier. She was talking about how um, in the morning, Pastor was was touching on her sermon. I was thinking like I'm the last after three very powerful <laughs> people in the word. So it's um, it's quite um, interesting, but it's always such a privilege and honor to stand before the people of God. And uh, Joe Sokka does earlier on to give a title, which um, <laughs> I, I, I stole from a sermon that I listened to just a few, uh, about 30 minutes ago. I think. <laughs> just the title, not the sermon. Okay, hallelujah. Okay, so um, I think we we can begin. Um, I'll give the title in a little bit. Um, I just want to read a portion of scripture very, very quickly that I love to make reference to. But before I do this, you know, just the, the song that we're from listening to for me was, was actually very prophetic because, you know, when I was standing there, I was just picturing myself like... I've seen 2024, you know, like, and I was just saying, like, I'm praising God for this one. Like, this year of life, you know how Pastor says he's seen a glimpse, and like, with my eyes of faith, I just, I saw it, and oh God, what a year. Hallelujah. Okay, so I'll very quickly read from um, a portion of scripture that I love so much, um, from the book of Isaiah, that we are very familiar with, I know, as members of Believer's Life Church. So, Isaiah 46... um, Verse um, 9 and 10. Okay. So Isaiah 46 verse 9 and 10. I'll read. The Bible says. Remember the, um, remember the former things of old. For I am God. And there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end. From the beginning. And the ancient times. Um, the, the ancient times. Things that are not yet done. I'll read again um, verse 10. It says, Declaring the end from the beginning. Now, um, we always say that when a year is given, it's not a theme for us. It's the word of God spoken to us as a ministry. It's the word of God. It's our rema. You know, it's that word that you receive. You get a hold of it and you, re- you, you refuse to let go of it. You run with it a certain way. And you refuse to... Pastor gave um, an illustration of some, I think some, some years ago. You know, he, he gave this picture. You know, imagine a lion... When a lion has gone on a hunt, you know, it finds, for instance, an antelope and gets a hold of an antelope. You know, perhaps maybe it's, it's hard for you to imagine a lion. But if you, have, how many of us have raised dogs before? You've, you've fed your dogs before. Have you seen how when you're feeding your dog and they've gotten a hold of something like a bone, perhaps... The way they hold the bone, like even you as the owner, if you try to get that bone, there's just a certain aggression that it comes with. You know, that's the kind of image that 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 we we're, we're give. That that I remember, Pastor giving. You know, said when you receive a word, you hold it like that lion. You hold it like that dog that has gotten a hold of a bone and it won't let go. No matter who it is, nobody is going to get it away from them. Nobody is taking it away because that's the word. And now the scripture here is telling us that. God actually sees, you know, he sees, the, he sees um, the end from the beginning. So for God, this is, this is the word over us as believers, life church. Hallelujah. Okay, so um, now I'll get into what I prepared for the evening. Hallelujah. Okay, so um, we'll start uh, very quickly. Everybody else was ministering and fast forward uh, before me. Because apparently time evades you, but today that is not my portion. I'll finish on time. Because I only have like four scriptures. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. So now I want us to look at something um, that again was was so, so familiar with. And um, this morning it's no longer this evening i guess so this morning i'm simply here to charge you a certain way you know concerning the word of god um i think we've we've been taught um extremely well by everybody who's who's spoken before me now this morning i want to just bring something to our remembrance and just steer something um within us hallelujah so i'll quickly read from um, genesis 1 and verse 26 genesis 1 and verse 26 Okay, the Bible says, then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and every other creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So, you know, this was during creation, obviously, as we are aware. And God made a decision when he was making man to make a man like him literally a man like him now we get to see a particular nature of god in the same book of genesis um we're going back so genesis 1 and verse 3 you know so um this is after the bible shows us in the beginning how the earth was without form and all those things now in verse 3 the bible says then god said let there be light and there was light now you get to notice, there's one very interesting thing when you read the scriptures um, from the Old Testament, coming to the New Testament you see how Jesus lived and how um, there were certain patterns that Jesus had. And you get to see, you know, Jesus said something he said, I only see that which I see my father do. Right? And we have understanding of the fact that Anyway, uh, let let me not get too ahead of myself. So now Jesus did the things which he saw his father do. Now in Genesis 1 verse 3, we see God doing a particular thing. God literally spoke. He said, let there be. Because the Bible literally says, and God said. God said. God actually said. So now, you know, for for the believer, there is necessity for you to actually say. The believer is never silent about anything, you know. So now when it comes to the life of, of the believer, pastor said something, and this is where um, my title is actually coming from, right? Um, he said, it's actually a decision you make what your life will be like this year. So today I'm teaching on something I've titled decide. Okay. So now, okay, back to my notes because I need to see the sentence. With the title. Yeah, so um, God actually spoke certain words. He said certain words. Now, I want to give an illustration. Uh, If you belong to a cell, we've been talking a lot about seed. We've been talking about seeds. We've been talking about sowing seeds. Um, Pastor earlier talked about principles of seed. Reference has been made to seeds and all those things. Now, I want you to have an image of something. Picture this. Imagine in your backyard you have a piece of land that could potentially be used as a garden, for instance, right? So assuming you have um, enough space that you could use to plant tomatoes or your, what do you plant? Rape, Chinese, um, and your chihuahua and, and, and things like that. And, um, You decide that, oh, perhaps now is not the time to plant anything. I'm just going to wait a little bit and maybe I'll plant in the next six months, right? Now, my question for you, and this is not a rhetorical question, is after six months takes place, what is going to be on that piece of land? Are you sure? Absolutely nothing. Sorry, I can't hear. You can shout. Weeds, right? Okay. So if you don't plant, what will be there? So okay. So some say weeds. How many are saying there'll be nothing? There's no it's, it, it's not a wrong or right answer. <laughs> Just sorry. Will there be nothing? There'll be weeds. Okay. So now that image or that description that I've given of a garden, picture that as your life. Or picture that as your year. Imagine if you get into 2024 and you've decided to do nothing. You decide to do absolutely nothing. Like you decide to, you're just doing nothing. Like we were watching the administration, eh? We saw the the second guy who said at the end, "It is what it is," right? I've been, I've been reading a lot of interesting things. I think think pieces and whatnot, especially because I think people had a rough 2023. So um, people have been talking about how they've seen flames and stuff like that, right? And how I, I remember this one, that that struck me because it said in 2023, I had so many resolutions. I wrote down so many things. I had so many expectations. And I think by the sixth month or fifth month somewhere there, everything just crumbled. So this year, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to leave it and see what the year will bring me. Right? So now imagine if you as a believer, you decide now to do nothing. You decide to say nothing. You decide to just leave things to chance, literally. Like we just, let's see what, what the year of life will bring. Like, let's see what God has in store. Like, I'm not really expecting anything. I'm not putting a demand on anything. I don't really have high expectations because I don't want to be disappointed. So I'll just, you know, like, let it be and just whatever happens, happens. Or it is what it is. Right? And... The unfortunate thing is, that is how it is sometimes for, for, certain, for, for believers. So sometimes you just leave things to chance. Like I'll read the scriptures. I'll come to church. But I just won't speak a certain way. I just won't be deliberate about how I do certain things. And I'll tell you this um, one thing. As harsh as this may sound, you are entirely responsible for the outcome of your life. If you remember, we had a wisdom session with pastor and he taught us a lot about this, about how, you know, there's this, especially mental health, uh, times and seasons, that cause sometimes, you know, because (laughs) you have to tiptoe a little bit because there's like all these things, um, going on, all these things being said and whatnot. Right. But the truth is that what you will see is, is entirely because of what you have put in. What you get out, it's the same principle of seed and harvest. You only get what you put in. You can't reap what you have not sown. You can't get out what you have not invested. Hallelujah. People are like awfully quiet. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, I'll, I'll quickly open um, from the book of Mark 11. I think almost everyone has, has read from Mark today. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Mark 11, um, verse 23. Okay, and this was actually referred to in just um, the sermon I'm listening to. The word I'm listening to. So the Bible says in Mark 11, verse 23, it says, can we read it together? Okay, are we there? <laughs> I was challenged, start preaching in Nyanja, so challenge accepted, bring it on. <laughs> okay, I would have asked if I are ready, but um, the vocabulary has not expanded. Okay, are we there? Okay, so Mark 11, uh, verse 23, we can read. Okay. so let's read that again let's go okay for assuredly I say to you whoever says to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says whatever he says now (laughs) you know the the interesting thing is this right I I love the example that pastor gave because it was an an example I wanted to make uh, just a little bit differently about the children of a president right he talked about how even no matter how rough the economy, for them, there's just no worry because they live in state house. <laughs> they have the problems from the state house. You know, there's slow internet, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's just, there, there's levels to these, to these struggles. So remember, I'm from saying that whatever it is that you actually see is based on what you put in. It is what you say. So now, there is a place that there's an, a role, a very vital role that you have to play in this. So we have a beautiful foundation that was laid. Uh, Mrs. K taught about faith, be, the word of God and faith, you know. So how we have to mix the word of God with faith. And when you get a hold of this and you believe the word of God a certain way, it means that this portion of scripture applies to you. Because the Bible actually says, whoever says and they believe. So provided you have the word of God, number one. Number two, it is applied with faith. Number three, you work out the word of God by saying, because the word of, you don't just consume, you don't just listen, you don't just sit and hear and hear, you have to say, you know, the the word of God is like, scripture says, the word is like a fire shut up in my bones, there's a reason we can't not say, because we have the word of God in us, you know, it's, it erupts. You know, it just, it erupts a certain way. It can't be contained. So now, you know, we also don't just say, like saying, a saying, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Hallelujah. So we don't just, it's, it's not just anything. It's. The word of God in your lips. Things that align with the scriptures. Things that align with the word of God. And nothing else but the word of God. Hallelujah. So now in this particular instance, you grasp the word. You ingest the word. You take it in. And then you speak the word of God. And look at how the Bible puts it. It says, he does not doubt it in his heart, which is faith. Right? We received amazing testimonies about faith just earlier on. And the Bible then says, but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says whatever he says it's like it's an open field right let's go back to the field that we're talking about earlier so now we've understood that if you don't plant anything weeds will grow now imagine you step into this new place and you just decide I'll just not put anything now you know when you read um I won't even quote this because I I don't know I think I quote it so much and I think maybe somebody made reference to it the parable of the so and the seed right the Bible shows us something it says now he, he what, what taught this parable, what was shown this parable and the Bible then says now the seed is the Word of God right now In this sower and the seed equation, we have the word of God, right? Which has been given to us, um, inspired by the Holy Ghost for all the the things that are in Timothy. And there's now a place for a sower. Now, right now, I'm sowing. This is me sowing into like hearts, basically. There's also a place where you take it upon yourself to now sow. The question is, what have you sown? If you haven't sown anything, what do you intend to sow? What exactly do you plan on sowing? What exactly are you putting in that you want to get out? Because you you can literally have whatever. And when it comes to the planting of the word of God, like I said, I'm sowing right now, right? And this is me speaking. Faith, now faith comes by. Faith comes by. Faith comes by. Does faith come by reading? faith comes by and hearing of rather hearing by so faith comes by and hearing by so right now faith is coming because of the hearing of the word by the word of god now in a similar fashion you can have your personal planting session don't allow yourself to just to let things dictate you anyhow you're letting the economy dictate your life why You're letting, like whatever it is that comes, like you are just a subject to it and yet you have been distinguished. A a, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You are literally royalty. Like why are you who is from from royalty getting dictated by things that the commoners are going through? You're in a different class. Yeah, at a whole different place altogether. And that is, (laughs) you know, when, when Pastor was was ministering about about life oh oh in my spirit i was so excited because the things he was explaining I've, i hope i hope you've caught it you know i i, I believe you you've caught it because you can you can you can you can decide so as as i was saying right you you shouldn't allow just anything to dictate your life decide the course of, of, of the course your life is going to take make a conscious decision brothers and sisters of what you are going to see how you are going to walk you know and <laughs> let's let's read something from um, from one of my, my favorite portions of scripture in romans one of my favorite portions of scripture in romans 4 okay So uh, Romans 4 verse 19. I think I've, I've studied this man a little bit too much this to year. There's such a thing. Um, so Romans 4 verse 19. Are we there? Are we there? Okay. So um. Okay. So this is the story of, this is a record or an account of Abraham. Right? The Bible says, not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old. So now, we we know the story of Abraham. He was old, didn't have a child. God comes to him and tells him, I have made you a father of many nations. Right? This is a guy who's pretty old and the Bible shows us something in Romans. He said, It says, he did not consider his own body already dead. One thing you'll note about this is There were certain considerations that Abraham could have made in this particular instance. He could have ideally questioned God, like, how is this going to be, you know, the way Mary did, right? Mary had asked, um, "How, how would this be, you know? So Abraham could have also made certain considerations. You know, there are always considerations to be made in this life. There are always things that you're going to consider. Right now, our dollar is at what? You don't even know how old it is, huh? <laughs> Lost track. <laughs> okay, so around 25, 26 kwacha, right? So, sorry? A different equation. We don't even care about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, um, it's around that amount. Wouldn't you say that that's a consideration for someone in business? Like how... Will I really make my profits when the dollar is this high and I'm getting stuff from outside? Um, Each universities are increasing and universities are graduating hundreds and thousands of students every year, right? Wouldn't you say that's a consideration that could be made by somebody who's about to finish school, has finished school and they're looking for employment? Salaries are not so high uh, like in Zambia, at least generally. People complain about not getting much i don't know if they really don't get much or um they mismanage their funds according to financial literacy advisors but the point is there are many considerations that you could actually make when you are living in this world there are many things that you could you could consider you know we can go to whatever topic be it marriage be it your career be it your education, be it finances, there are plenty considerations that you could make. But now here the Bible says he did not consider his own body already dead. He didn't, not considering something is, you've ignored it completely. Like it's not a part of the equation. Like it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Like it's how, like, you know, is it, what is it to you? Like, it's not my business in a nutshell, so like the way it un- the way things should unfold for you, there are certain considerations that you should not even make, they shouldn't cross your mind. Like, just you know, those people that uh, you, you look at someone and they just look like a, well, they just they, they feel themselves a certain way. That's why I'm for special, right? Uh, am I in Vela? Yeah, <laughs> I'm happening. <laughs> yeah so you know those those people that you look at like that you you need to see yourself like that when you look at the scriptures you need to be at a place where you see yourself as some some of us like you look there are too many average people in this world like average it's common that's why it's it's average like there far too there's too much averageness in this life like you can make a decision to be exceptional and I even dare say, even among us as believers, you can make an exception to just distinguish yourself a certain way. You can actually be distinguished by what you say, what you saw, what you declare, what you speak. And this is the word of God. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm wondering how much time I have left. Uh, I have a lot? Okay, today I'm, I'm, I'm not exceeding. (laughs) Ten minutes. <laughs> I said I have four scriptures. I've shared three. All right? One last one and we conclude. Hallelujah. I'm also shocking my, my Zion sale members today. <laughs> they are victims of ending cell leads. Majilaka. <laughs> Okay, so now we'll look at, we'll look at something, um, the very last portion of scripture that we are going to share. Now, I've, I've likened our lives or our years to a field, right? Now, the interesting thing about the life of the believer, and we've, we've, we've been getting this almost every single year, about how when you read things in the scriptures, to us, they are not promises, to us, they are not things that God is, you know, like a promise, right? Is I want to give an example. I don't want to look this side. Uh, when someone says, I'll buy you a suit, for example, right? They haven't bought it, but they tell you that they're going to get it at a certain, at a certain point. Now, it's different <laughs> when a person brings a suit and says, here is a suit. I should have used, I should have used shoes for this one. <laughs> yeah, so it's very different when a person says, here is a suit for you. And you make a decision whether to take the suit or leave the suit, right? So now this is what we've been, we, we, we've been taught this numerous times. The fact that there are no longer promises for us as believers in the scriptures. We have now gotten to a place where Things have been laid out for us like an open buffet, and we can get whatever it is that we want out of out of it. So it's you you get as much as you want, or you get only that which you have capacity to get, right? Because obviously, if I go with the 500 mils virtual bottle, I won't get 750 mils, right? Okay. So now let's look at something from um from Second Peter. Second Peter one. 2 Peter 1, verse 2 and 3. The Bible says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now verse 3 says, As His, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. I'll read that again. Okay. I'm going back to 3. It says, As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness now there's a key here right it's not just that you've just been given these things it goes further and says through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Through the knowledge. Now we we've, I bet we've quoted. You know the fact that we've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. And this is our reality as believers. Now all these things that we have been given. That pertain to life and godliness. They are given through the knowledge of him. So it's not just there. There ought to be something. A pursuit on our end. Of knowledge. A pursuit. And the knowledge of God is word of is the word of god or in the word of god because we know that in the beginning was the word there was the word was with god and the word was god so we know that the word of god is actually god now the bible says through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue this knowledge comes by the word of God the knowledge comes from the word of God so it goes back to the same thing the seed which is the word of God the seed which is the word of God is what we ought to know you know and you when you when you journey in the word of God you get to see how Jesus Christ lived um in Matthew you know he's being pursued by tax collectors and um, uh, this, this, this scripture came back to my mind again, uh, I was meditating on it some time back, when pastor talked about a certain life, an abundant life you know, a life where there's just there are certain things you don't regard you know, our blueprint is actually like Jesus Christ shows us this life, where tax collectors come to him and he gives a response and he says, but anyway so that they don't hold this against us, go and get some coins you find a fish, get the fish get some money out of the fish That's the quality of life that you get like from being a believer. Like there's just this no consideration for like where is the money going to come from? Where am I going to get this from? Like why are you you bothered? Like you know as pastor says have that audacity that like you have in your house when you're going to eat six slices of bread. You know like be (laughs) be that audacious. You know when it comes to when it comes to how you 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 just decide when you see certain things in the scriptures, like I said in the beginning, you get a hold of them, you get them and refuse to let them go, like we be like that hungry lion. Not literally. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zambia. Oh, sure. <laughs> If we, if we start talking about the KFC menu, I doubt many would relate. Start talking about am I streetwise. Yeah, we try you. Streetwise. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want frowns in this end. Hungry Lion happens to be popular. <laughs> yeah, I'm happening. Any. Anyway, I told you 2024 is my year for Nyanja. <laughs> yeah okay so um as I was saying you grasp something and I can't, I, I'm excited when pastor starts to teach us about the principle of seed uh I, I would like to hear uh I can I, I've already said picture like it I like to picture him. pastor says I would teach on this sometimes he won't teach but yeah. <laughs> at least I imagined <laughs> at least I imagine you've been writing huh? <laughs> okay so yeah you know the same way that you grasp something and you ref- you 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 when you get that word make it a decision you've you've gotten your john 10 that you're running with literally like it's covering your january to december you have rhema for the whole year and you know mrs K was giving a testimony earlier where she was talking about how there are times when it things look like this. But remember, what from reading, um, we read a portion of scripture in Mark, where the Bible said, "You will say, be thou moved and cast into the sea.'" So now, when Daniel earlier was talking about about how, you know, there are certain things, there are certain instances, there are instances where you are not only speaking but giving direction to things. So just look, try and imagine this. As crazy as it may sound this chair i start telling it come come my way <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> it's possible and it <laughs> yeah so i start to tell it to come right or i say move but not only move because if i say move it could go this side it could go towards truffula, or it could go towards um pastor but i tell it come my direction That is what the Word of God gives you the ability to do on your field. So like brothers and sisters, as we always like to say, you literally have a blank check or you have a clear field. On your field, no one will judge you if you plant only tomatoes, it's yours. No one is going to judge you if you divide it in half. yeah and on this side you put tomatoes it's literally your decision you can do whatever you want with it (laughs) yeah (laughs) hallelujah so brothers and sisters apart from the fact that i have drastically improved in nyanja um i hope (laughs) Like I said, I came to charge you this evening and just to stir something up. So as we enter, as we've entered our 2024 plant, so, you know, say those words, speak the word of God, speak things in accordance with the word of God, as you... As you're doing that, you are growing your faith. You are building your faith. And not only are you building faith for yourself, you are setting the trajectory for your life. You are making a decision of what must be done. How things must must go. You know, how what you want to see. You know, so all these things, yes, it may not be the easiest of, of years for Badia. The average. Yeah. But then for us who have decided to live above average our testimony is different you know we'll, we'll sing again yeah that will be it and exactly yeah i jumped okay so um i i hope we've been able to, t- to take that out to take that um from this let us sow as much as possible so don't be a silent believer you know we've been made in the likeness of God you know we have Jesus Christ to follow after okay so decide